On this episode of Game of the Month for August, we will be discussing the game we played, which was Cyberpunk 2077, and this will be after update 1.3, so the most current version. We'll be discussing our experiences, what we thought of it, and of course, talking about uh, how it's come along since its launch that everyone knows plenty about. So stay tuned for that. We will also be picking our brand new Game of the Month for September, randomly picked. Very excited to find that out. Uh, whatever game that is, I'm sure it's going to be a good one. And we are in a new month, so make sure to download Hitman 2, Predator, Hunting Grounds, and Overcooked All You Can Eat, all offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club to let us know what you thought of those games, and we will let you know what we thought of them. And yeah, we have a Discord link down below if you'd like to talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel more than commenting, sharing, liking, and subscribing if you're brand new. And it's September, so you can now start voting for the Community Pick Game of the Month in October. How that works is in October, we will be playing the game you pick for Game of the Month. It's your guys' pick, but the way you vote for that pick is this month and only this month, only episodes in this month, you get one vote per video. So any video that comes out in September, you get one vote on that video. You type in GOTM on your comment next to the game you want to pick. Like I said, every video is a vote. And at the end of the month, we tally up the most votes and whatever the top three games are that got voted for, we'll get thrown into a hat. And then we will randomly pick from there. The two runner-ups will go onto the list for later picks randomly. Uh, generated picks and the first uh, place winner will be our game of the month for October. So make sure to vote in this episode and the last episode and every episode that happens in September. There will be a cutoff date at the end of September, so keep an eye out for that. And also keep an eye out for double points or maybe even triple point videos. You'll have to pay attention for those. Otherwise, every video is one vote unless you get prompted otherwise. So keep an eye and maybe an ear out for those opportunities. And I can't wait to find out what you guys pick for our game of the month in October. And yeah, let's find let's find out what our game of the month in fucking in in September is. All right, let's get into game of the month. What's going on, guys? And welcome to August's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today is Chevy in the box, replacing Chris. Is Chris coming back? We don't know. He's not here. He'll be back, but we will get his opinions on Cyberpunk, the game we played, uh, when he gets back. But Chevy, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, adjusting to having a camera in here, but... Yeah, it's Otherwise really weird having you in the box and not right here. But replacing you permanently is Sarah, your first time on the show. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, you excited to talk about Cyberpunk? I'm very excited to talk about Cyberpunk, yes. All right. How you doing? Good? I'm good. I'm a little bit nervous, but... First time. I'm excited. Me too. I'm glad to, to get some some new blood on the show. So, And uh, finally get rid of finally get rid of chris dude we got the fucking we give him the axe all right so we got cyberpunk 2077 to talk about and we got a lot to talk about there but before we do that we are in a new month which is september in case you didn't know and that means we got to pick a brand new game of the month now how that works is we have back 
catalog of games. And we currently have 18 on the list, so I'm gonna hit a random number generator and uh, we're gonna find out what that is. Chevy has the list, so I have no idea what the game will be. Chevy, are you ready? Yeah, I got it. I'm so excited because we got Hitman 2, Overcooked something, and Predator Hunting Grounds to play. All little games. Maybe we'll get a more substantive game. I fucked that word up. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, and I'm clicking right now, and uh, we're seeing a lot of numbers flash by. I'm going to stop clicking in three, two, one, and now. Number one. Lucky number one. What are we playing? Uh, we're playing Valheim. Sick. We are <laughs> we are returning to Valheim in September. That's pretty cool. I uh I played that a lot. I definitely didn't beat it, so I'm ready to play it more. Um isn't there didn't they just announce a expansion or something coming out for that too? Yeah, is that this month? That'd be funny. That'd be amazing. But we we get lucky like that all the time. Yeah, I'll check real quick. Yeah. What do you think about Valheim? You excited to play that in September? I am, actually. You played it before you were on I my did. server. I did. Play with that asshole Josh. <laughs> I did, yeah. I know Josh. He sat. We played. I know Josh. He's an asshole. <laughs> those are your words. That mine. Those are definitely my words. Um, while you look that up, Chevy, thoughts on Valheim? You excited to play that in September? Um, well, I played it for one day, so just playing in general is probably good. Um, <laughs> I barely got any worth. time in it. so um, It's kind of a good month to get it, though, because like I said before, the three games we got are all kind of like get in, get out type games. And Valheim is a game you can kind of really get into if you allow yourself. So it's it's kind of the perfect time for that, possibly. We don't have like a bunch of like JRPGs or something to jump into. Right. Well, the uh, DLC or expansion or whatever it is does come out um, this month. I, I already closed the tab, but I'm pretty sure it's at the 16th. So, well, fucking how I hate this word serendipitous. Very, Indeed. very, very excited for that DLC. It's perfect timing. So we will be playing Valheim. Let us know in the comments what do you think about that. Have you played Valheim before? Are you thinking about playing it soon this month? Be a great time to play. Let me know in the comments what you're thinking about that. All right, so uh, that out of the way, we have a game to talk about. That game we played in August, I'm said October, uh, is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and this is after patch 1.3, in case you're curious about that. So we have played at the most recent build. And um, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to play Cyberpunk 2077, how do I explain it in a way that I don't spoil anything? It is a first person RPG set in a cyberpunk dystopian world, Night City. Uh, you play as your version of V, um, where you essentially run around a city doing quests. You, I mean, short synopsis, you do a heist, it goes awry, something happens to you where you start getting haunted by a digital ghost, and problems occur because of that, and you're trying to seek answers and ways to fix your problem it features uh perks a bunch of weapons augments upgrades uh a lot of quests a lot of story i mean cd project red so you know there's going to be a lot of story there vehicles 
and a lot of shooting, hacking, and melee combat. We all played it, and I'm dying to know Chevy's impressions on Cyberpunk 2077 in August. Okay, uh, so general impressions of the game. Oh, I, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. Let's, let's get this out of the way real fast. About, I know people are thinking about it, so let's talk about it. We play this on update 1.3, so it's the most current version of the game. This game had a rocky start. No reason to go back and you know revisit that. Uh, but let's kind of do like a bug report. Did you run into anything crucial, anything that was game-breaking, anything that people might need to know about possibly? Um, so I didn't run into any game-breaking bugs, so not a single one. Um, I have run into a few... Uh, how would I word this? I guess immersion-breaking bugs would be the best way to put it um nothing nothing too crazy though like i would say as an example like the the infamous like flying horse in red dead uh nothing even remotely close to that as an example like most yeah. of mine were pretty cosmetic like people like their feet um i think twice it didn't seem like they're actually standing on the ground it seemed like they're partially in the ground and then um, people walking, uh, you could see they're pathing meant to go in a building, but they wouldn't like open the door. They'd just go through it. That did happen a couple times as well. But uh, outside of that, I don't think I had any other issues. So, Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, you also played on PC, right? Yes. You mind sharing? You got a... a 2080 or not 20 3080 yeah i have a 3080 um not that matters too much 32 gigs of ram uh a ryzen 7 cpu i'm not gonna so go into all pretty, those details i just wanted to pretty, kind of paint a picture oh. yeah um okay so in my experience when we're talking about bugs real quick real quick uh the game has come a long way and it's in in it's in great shape compared to when i first played it i played on pc back when it came out playing on pc again i got like a 2080 super um so it should run it just fine and it does run it fine now uh there's a little bit there in the early builds where it ran good and then it didn't run good so now it runs super smooth very nice to see um i ran into little little bugs here or there um i'd say about eight percent of the time very low but it was every once in a while i'd see something that was kind of off nothing nothing that was a big deal uh one time i'm not going to go into names or anything but there was a mission where somebody needed to call me in 24 hours uh it didn't happen i had to restart the game it worked so that was one thing that happened uh that was i guess detrimental but it, luckily it was super easy to fix and then the other thing the only thing that's really worth mentioning is uh twice I called the vehicle in, it spawned underneath a truck, and I couldn't get in it. Um, I'm sure other games have had weird glitches like that before, but uh, just kind of letting you guys know, uh, the build that I've played has come a long way, and uh, the, the biggest bugs I ran into were at best like laughable. I was like, oh, fuck, are you serious? And that was about it, so. Bugs, anything you run into? Um, did you play on? I played on PC and on PS5. Um, I 
didn't get to play on PC before, so I can't really speak to like improvements, but I have a 2070 Super even, and it runs just fine. I didn't have any game-breaking bugs at all. Um, honestly, uh, I also played on PS5 this month, and uh, there were m more visual bugs on PS5 than on PC, for me at least. Mm -hmm. um, though even the PS5 experience is improved from one I played previously. Anything game breaking that happened? No, not at all. Again, like just visual bugs really that, you know, like Chevy said, are a little bit immersion breaking, but, you know, I didn't have to restart the game or anything even, um, you know, like some of the like NPCs or whatever, like, you know, they would be on the phone when you walked in and then while they're talking to you, like the phone's still in their hand while they're yeah. like, you know, moving their hands and stuff, which was, you know, weird. But again, I feel like fairly common type of bug you see in a game this size. Yeah, de well, definitely. The bigger the game, the more bugs you typically yeah. are going to run into. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the worst I've seen as like, I'm playing, I'm super into it, maybe a little revealing, but like, I'm like, like really get into it. And then I go into my menu and I come out of my menu and my guy's hands there, but the gun's not in his hand. And I'm like, where, what the fuck's going on? And then it like kind of shows up. I'm like, okay, it's not a big deal. Um, but it is a thing. So for anybody who's not currently playing, thinking of picking it up, possibly we'll get to that when we get to recommendations. Um, and all that, uh, it's, it's in way better shape now. I didn't play it on PS4 base ps4 i kind of wish i did because that is uh you know where i feel like there is a maybe a bigger conversation to have but i didn't play it on ps4 in the first place so i don't even know i only saw videos but uh i was kind of hoping <laughs> i was trying to like give chris my ps4 copy i'm like play this play this He's like i want to play on pc i'm like just play this and uh, <laughs> he wouldn't fucking take it i want someone to report on the ps4 version um oh well yeah i feel so, like console definitely had it the worst so well the the last gen because oh. ps5 and uh xbox oh my god i found out today you can just say xbox series i don't have to say x and s i just found <laughs> oh. out today i heard a guy just refer to as xbox series i was like oh my god they are just xbox series that's what yeah. they are anyway the xbox series and the fucking and it's so fucking liberating uh <laughs> <laughs> and PS5, um, it's so hard to go X and S, X and S, X and S all the time. Yeah. Um, they ran fine already when it came out, and they run fine now. So, yeah, it is really, even some people said on PS4 Pro wasn't so bad. But the PS4 and the original Xbox really got screwed, but we're not here to talk about that. Everybody knows that story. I just kind of wish I could have checked in on that to see where it's at so I could report. Because I know a lot of people, or I, I get asked all the time if, if people should pick it up or not. I'm like sure but we'll talk about that more with that aside bug report out unless anybody has anything else to add to that uh let's let's actually commit to your impressions uh of the game yeah so um i uh i had tried to play it originally when it first came out and uh after the state of the game and then just the the general uh, attitude towards it, I felt kind of felt like I just wasn't interested to, to play. Um, 
which is unfortunate, but uh, I wanted to wait for the heat to die down essentially. So oh, dude, I um, was so, I was so numb from the overall conversation of the games. I didn't want to talk about it with people. If you Whether they liked it a lot or yeah. they didn't like it a lot. I didn't want to hear about it. I was just like, I, I can't yeah. do this man. For sure. So um, I am glad that we got to sit down and play it. Finally. I feel like it has been long enough that the uh, the only people really having like a, a crazy conversation about it are the same type of people who are still having a crazy conversation about No Man's Sky. They're just never going to let it go. So I bitched about them uh, today on, on the episode I put out. Oh, nice. I literally um, told them, I'm like, dude, it's over. The game's yeah. more than you wanted. Stop bitching. It's over. Like, uh, they've, they've made it. <laughs> so uh, I guess I, what I'll start with is... Um, I've kind of heard it referred to as like this is kind of like the point in which the game probably should have released in and having played it um, pretty substantially, I would probably agree with that sentiment. Um, it definitely feels like a launched game at this point, um, especially in current state of gaming. Um, That's fair. Ubisoft. Yeah. Looking at you. <laughs> um, that being said, the game looks fantastic. Um, you know, all three of us definitely have the system to, to run it um, and just bask in its glory. Uh, they definitely made a very good-looking game. Uh, the style is exactly what I want when I think cyberpunk. It's just absolutely amazing to like look around the, the city and the different parts that you go to and even the outskirts and stuff. It's just very, very realized in that regard, and I uh, absolutely love it. Um, from that you know visual standpoint, then getting more into like the way it plays and stuff. Um, I generally am not huge on first person games, but you know I will play them from time to time. I mean, a good example of that would be like Mass Effect. I love those games. Um, so uh, that being said, it does play um, pretty good. Uh, there's only a couple times where I'm like, it feels you know a little too RPG like in combat. For the most part, though, it does feel very responsive, which I appreciate. Do you have any uh, uh, off the top of your head? I'm not trying to put you on spot. Have any examples of like more like RPG ish? Yeah, stuff? feeling too RPG ish. Um, I think most of that comes down to stats, right? When so when you shoot someone, especially like for example, if I use a rifle. And as the difficulty of my quests have gone up and I get headshots instead of those headshots killing people, now it's just taking chunks of their health. So that feels very yeah. like RPG-like versus like um, if I use a sniper rifle, like it just ends them. And that feels more um, action-oriented in that regard. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, And it is a role-playing game. So, I, And I realize that. I just bringing that up, that mm -hmm. it's a little confusing sometimes because the combat... Like the flow of it feels very actiony, it's very good. But then sometimes, uh, depending on your damage output and 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 whatnot, uh, you kind of get that RPG taste again. So it goes a little back and forth. This is mostly mostly just me being kind of nitpicky. Um, I don't actually have any complaints about it. It just feels different. Like sometimes. Well, so. I mean, it's legit. I remember when the game first came out and I played it. I uh, I had to recalibrate my brain because my brain it, it likes RPGs. It likes FPSs. But I was looking at the game. I'm like, this is an FPS. And I know it's not. I knew right, going right. into it. Of course I knew. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, jump around, shooting stuff like that. But people are just taking rounds. I'm like, it's an RPG. <laughs> there's stats. There's like yeah. fucking evasion. There's all sorts of shit going on here. Um, it is. It's not Far Cry. You know, it's not. It's not Doom. Um, so you do have to kind of 
recognize you are playing. That's why when I said in the beginning, it's it's a first person RPG. Yeah. I don't even want to call it like an action game. I mean, it technically uh, is actiony, but anyway. Yeah, and I and I just want to emphasize it's not a complaint. It's more of so just something kind of like you said. It's something that you know I'll feel one way while I'm playing it, and then all of a sudden I gotta like get pulled the other direction. Mm-hmm. And it's not a big deal. It's just something I noticed while playing it. Um, the uh, the quests so far have been um, you know anywhere from standard bear to interesting side quests to the main scenario stuff which has all been um, I think very well done uh, and varied which is important because especially if you're going to have a game where effectively you're going to go somewhere and shoot a bunch of people um, the means and the route in which you go there if it's just show up shoot show up shoot even if that is the type of character you're playing uh, good game design i would say would still make that experience feel different every time and i feel like it does so i really appreciate that one thing i think is Uh, really this is going to be hit or miss for a lot of people but i think the people who are going to like this are going to love and people who don't like this are going to hate it the game straight up got missions that don't have action yeah they're just straight up story missions where you go and and talk to people or it's just like a lot of dialogue or you're like in a car for a while and then later they're like oh hit me up later and then I do another mission and it's just like a continuation of that story there's like a lot of lore and canon building in this game which it doesn't surprise me from CD Project Red cuz they're they're, right, right. they're really into storytelling um but it is kind of interesting you know when you're talking about doing missions where you're doing you know, shooting people and shit there's a lot of missions where you don't even fucking do that um, for sure, and, and, I, and that's like, kind of adds to pretty... how varied the missions are, right? And I'm playing a character in which I, I'm having the mentality of like, um, you know, her her way of getting the job done is just go in and eliminate the threat. Like that's just how I'm playing that character. Mm. Um, so I don't have a lot of like the the gadgets and the toys and stuff. I have just enough to kind of get through like some scenarios, but then I'll run into like doors and computers that I just can't use. Um, but I can walk into a room and get shot at from all angles and just kind of stand there and mow people down. So when I have missions, like a good example is I did a side mission without going too into detail about it. I do save an AI and uh, the whole process there's, I mean, there's some enemies, but they're so like pointless. Most of it is like trying to find a safe path through the building. And it's easier if you have the right, um, specs and like technical ability or even physical strength to force doors open and stuff like that but i didn't have enough in either so i had to literally like find the hidden little paths and stuff like that to like crawl through and, and not like you know accidentally get electrocuted or whatever and uh it was interesting to see that uh, had my character been less of a a gun user and more of a like brute strength or tech person that mission probably would have been a lot easier so um so it's, that is, it's nice. It also makes me want to replay as something else because then I can experience that mission differently. I feel the exact same playing it. I'm like, what could have this? What could this have been like if I had a different character? And there's a lot of games that offer stuff like that. But um, I was recently talking to somebody about uh, not to throw a game under the under the bus or mention Ubisoft again, but uh, Watch Dogs Legion uh, mm. gives you this idea of choice but it's, it's on a basic level. It's like either stand at A, B, C, or D. Okay, you're at C. Well, at C, you hack, and then it's, it's just an elevator puts you up here, and like you go that path. 
or like it's like oh go to a okay well from here you got to shoot your way through at b you got to sneak your way through like it's it, the way every mission set up it's it's designed for you're either going to stealth you're going to you're going to sneak in through hacking or you're going to shoot your way through um in the most basic way possible it's it's an illusion of choice it's just what path you're going to take whereas in a game like this or a game like Metal Gear Solid 5 um you can actually you can go in one way and it changes up or you can change up like i play a character who's like stealth and pistol based so i do a lot mm -hmm. of like creeping around with a silenced pistol and i'm going for headshots because i have high crit all that shit i can drop most people in one hit but like i still find myself stopping to hack things i still find myself like uh, getting into like full action mode and just going crazy dependent on the situation and most of the missions have enough they're not even paths they're just there's so much options you can look at a camera get into the you can hack it turn it off you get in the camera and look around and use it to your advantage to hack other things or hack people um it just gives you a lot more variety on how to approach those missions mm. yeah for sure um Let's see what else. Um, I also appreciate, um, and this might be hit or miss for some people. For me, I always I always enjoy this, but the the game very unapologetically um, uses in character verbiage. Um, so, like calling people like chooms and and your money being eddies and stuff like that. Uh, it just feels more realized and more like you're in that world um good example that i also appreciate is final fantasy 14 you know instead of using like yards and miles they use yalms and malms as mm. terminology so um and they don't ever explain it you just kind of have to figure that out and uh i think it makes it feel like it is its own world and i i really like when games do that i do know there are some people who don't like that they just prefer to translate into a way in which they understand it without having to think, um, which is fine as well. But um, I do think, you know, there's plenty of games that do that. So <laughs> there, I like a middle ground in between that in a lot of games, but a game that is as lore rich as cyberpunk, I prefer them just throw me into the world. Cause it feels like the world existed before I got there and exists after I left. Um, yeah, yeah. which I really like. It feels more immersive. It feels like these are like, this is a living, breathing world. Whereas, um, you know, something with not as much lore, but just starts kind of throwing out some weird words every once in a while. Seems kind of forced. This doesn't. It feels it feels like the people who made it are, are really into the world and stuff. And it feels like they didn't want to hold your hand and going like, this is what Eddie's are. This is what, blah, blah, blah. You just got to pick it up as you go. You're in this world right, now, right. and they talk like that. And uh, I think it does do a better job at selling uh, this like bleak world than um, if they had like a fucking menu where it opens up and there's like an encyclopedia you can go through or like, you know, they use some kind of story element where they explain to you what they're saying or doing or whatever. It, it, it is it does just kind of throw you in, which I, I do prefer for this game. But some games uh, can't do it as well. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um I think it takes um, a lot of care and attention to be able to pull it off and doing that kind of stuff. But I think it pays off if, if you can put the work in. So, yeah. Um, 
mean, really outside of all that, um, I, I think the other thing I, I kind of want to put some attention towards is the, uh, the customization in the game, whether that is clothing, um, character choices within skills and stuff like that. The game really does offer a lot of choice in that regard. So you do get to feel like it is your V. Um, I love that the clothing styles are also like all over the place, but they all still feel um, cyberpunk, really, is the only way to put it. Um, you know, from your your street clothes that have like, you know, the, like the leather pants and the, you know, translucent plastic coats and stuff like that to like the very clean and prim like corpo clothes and uh, mixed with like, you know, visors and that look very, you know, computerized to like gas masks and stuff like that. Like they have a lot of, of different like choices and uh, it's really neat. I was a little worried at first because stats are attached to clothing, mm-hmm. but I have come to realize that armor is not like a crazy stat that you have to pay that much attention to. Uh, yeah, and you, you can upgrade up stuff on with it. crafting too. So like if you have something you really like, you can just find like another version of it or just upgrade your version of it. Um, right, but even I, even if you have something that's like five points less armor than something else, but you like the look of it, like your character is probably going to be fine. One of your stats and perks will override that anyway if you're building a guy who's more survivable. So it gives you some some room there. One thing I do like, and I I get people who don't like that. I understand where they're coming from. I think it's I think it's a pretty fixable problem within the game's uh, parameters, but. I get where they're coming from, but I liked it in the sense that every once in a while my character looked a way that I wouldn't have dressed him, but I was going for those stats, and, but he still looked like he's part of that world, and I don't live in that world, yeah. he does. So like I kind of liked letting him just kind of look like somebody in that world would dress, and and uh, yeah, every once in a while I'd look at my guy, I'm like, man, he looks fucking crazy right now, but <laughs> like I wouldn't dress him like this, but fucking he's dressed like this, and he looks the part, and um you get enough uh, loot constantly that you're changing up anyway, unless you stick with something. So yeah. it's not like I was just kind of stuck looking like a an asshole for two. So <laughs> yeah. well, and then like for my personal play style, like I, I started off as a street kid, so I didn't want to wear any corpo clothes, for example, and I also don't want to wear anything that's too like, um, for lack of a better way to word, it, I guess like blue collar, like work clothes and stuff like that, because like I didn't come from the outlines or anything like that or Badlands. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to kind of keep my my fashion within the the tone of which my character probably grew up in, uh, but obviously that's more of a personal choice. You don't really see your character super often, so it's not a huge deal. But every time you open your menu, you, you see your your character. So yeah, the times you do see your character in the story are almost kind of like a treat because I'm yeah. not expecting it, and then it happens. I'm like, oh shit, there there I am. Um, yeah. Oh, one last thing. Sorry, and then I, I'll pass it on. While I was about um, to start interrogating you, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so you started as a street kid. Did you notice anything yes. um, interesting in your experience so far? Uh, being a street kid with those options, and then also uh, without spoiling anything, I know you're in Act Two. Uh, yeah. How how long you been playing? I think I checked. You were like twenty. Recently, you put like twenty one point three hours, some shit, in the game. I'm at uh, 35 hours. Okay. And then uh, and last question to that too. Uh, and remember the street kid thing. Uh, what level do you remember are you? Um, 
think I'm 18. Uh, I don't know what my street level is. I think it's about 40 at this point. I do a yeah, lot of side quests, though. That's pretty high. Yeah. Um, and then the, the street kit thing, the thing that is interesting about it is that depending on who you're talking to and what they're talking about, um, you do get the dialogue option. And it's very reminiscent of role-playing games, which um, uh, I really like. Uh, especially if, like, you're talking to a person and they happen to mention, like, gangsters, for example. Mm. Well, you'll get an optional sense, like, street kid, uh, uh, you know, colon, and then, like, the choice there. And then it's like your person already knows a lot about that because they're from that world. That's Versus funny because, like, like, I started as a corpo huh? and... Oh, yeah most of my most of my like corpo uh dialogue things always came up when it had to do with business when it had to mm. do with like um more like mafia type stuff or uh being assertive during deals like that's when the options normally came up so like i you know when i'm talking with like the gangster type characters i didn't get a lot of corpo stuff but when people start talking about like you were supposed to get me this and that and like i'd be like listen blah 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 so like talking about like how it goes and shit and it's kind of interesting because yeah. it's not like all the time you get those options, but it is very specific on when you get those options. There's like a theme yeah. of like what you kind of have those options for. Yeah, it's like drugs, rippers, uh, you know, fixers, gang activity, stuff like that. Um, interesting. My character could have something to say about it usually. Um, so that's really neat. I really like that. Plus, it, it once again kind of gives you the, that uh, feeling of making a corpo or making you know a a badlands style character because uh you're going to get completely different dialogue because even sometimes that will be in the the main story as well uh the last main story i did without saying which one it is there was a yellow option which are are options you pick to actually proceed um in the quest um that had street kid as an option so that was really interesting to see that even within like the canon aspects of the of your story um, options could pop up based off how you started as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, really, I had a I've had nothing but uh, a, a good time playing it, though. Um, it's been fun. I uh, I definitely look forward to kind of exploring every nook and cranny every time I go somewhere, which is um, a blessing and a curse. It's the reason I don't play a lot of sandbox games. Um, but I've been having fun, and the bugs have not deterred me at all because they've all been super minor and pretty infrequent, So, which has been great. Um, the thing I don't like is because I play with keyboard and mouse is driving. So, Yeah, it's I can do it, but like it's not. Yeah, I, it's every not time good. I'm in a car, I'm like, eh, I wish I kind of had a controller plugged in right now so I could just do that while I'm driving. Yeah. Um, there's something else I was going to say, but I don't remember. Never mind. I think the driving in general is a weak point. Yeah. For the game, I, think I haven't that, used that controller. Uh, I think the cars feel good, but I think driving around is more difficult than it should be. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, all the cars have different feelings, but they do all kind of have, like, none of them have good brakes. Like, I feel like I'm just holding that fucking slam that brake in, and I'm going. <laughs> And uh, that seems to be a common thing. My 
biggest complaint is like when you're driving, it's so hard to like see what's going on around you. Um, mm. That it's hard to drive well and like get mm. around in a reasonable manner without like running into stuff or whatever. But um, it's one of the reasons I almost exclusively use motorcycles because they mm. don't have like the the like parts of the car. Yeah. In the way of you being able to like see what's going on do, around you. Do you drive in first person? Yeah, I played it. I, I would do it in third person typically, but yeah, I was driving in third person. Yeah. Although I liked uh, it in first person because I like the immersion of it, but in third person, like in specific areas, I would I would use it because I found myself every once in a while just hitting like some old lady on like the sidewalks. I didn't see her. And then the yeah, I don't drive very often. Like, God damn it. So, um, like like most games, I uh, I choose to usually just run. So I did it a lot in this game, um, <clears throat> mainly because the world's so fucking detailed that like you really can miss a lot of really cool looking stuff if you walk past an alleyway. Um, I say I got a side quest walking by a guy playing guitar once. So Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on in the world that you can just, if you're fast traveling or driving by, you can miss it. And uh, not only was I just looking for that stuff, I wanted to, to experience the city um, because, you know, it's, I mean, it's a super fucking detailed, uh, intricate, design and there's a lot of things there's missions that take you most the cd project fucking red most of the missions have like a story that's that's drawn out hand built and takes you to locations that you didn't go to yet in that city you could have walked by there before at some point but now there's a purpose to this place and and it feels new and fresh not just like a cookie cutter building that you're going into it's like all those things are reasons that i, I like to be on foot because it just feels so immersive Right. There's a lot of times you're just walking by somewhere and then you, you get a message or, or whatever for uh, the gigs, especially, mm -hmm. um, which I don't know if, you know, if you never go to that place on foot, then do you ever get that gig? There's a lot of times I just um, walk by a place and I just get a call or yeah. a gig or whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. something nearby. Yeah. It's kind of so those to explore. They're technically the yellow spots on your map. And when you get close to them, you'll get the phone call. Um, so you, the higher your street level is as well, they'll show up more and more start showing yeah. up. Uh, so early on in the game, walking is definitely going to be more beneficial in that regard. But the game kind of starts, just starts showing them to you the higher you get. So I think it's kind of to how many of those side missions you start to do, um, which also increases your your street cred so that's mostly what you get from side yeah. oh that reminds me the thing i was going to say earlier and i completely forgot and it's and it has to do with this um you're talking about the map and getting around and kind of getting lost or whatever like in sandboxes i think this game's got a really good guidance system it like to the point it tells you what staircase to go up and down yeah. it's not vague if you follow yeah. it directly it will take you exactly where you need to go but it also doesn't give you it takes a second to reroute but it's it's very good at like the specifics of the map because the map has a lot of verticality and it, it it equates for that it doesn't just go like oh go northwest it's like no no you're gonna have to go up these stairs to get up there faster which i think is really cool it really the only time it doesn't do that is elevators which is kind of understandable yeah but it'll still take you to the elevator low. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it just doesn't necessarily like if let's say you're on a middle floor, it won't necessarily tell you to go up or down. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So, I, I agree. But like yeah. if you're like running around the street and it tells you to go over here and you're like, Where do I go? There's probably an elevator exactly where you're standing, just look for it. For sure. Um but also the map the map at first when you open it up, you look at it and you're like, Oh my god, there's so, so many things on this fucking map. But it's really good, especially like when you zoom in. Um it's it's very clear on what it is, what's there, where to go. Um, it's it's a good map design in the sense of like some games you can look at it and you're like, I need a fucking, I need like a legend. I need to, like, I don't understand what the fuck I'm looking at here. And, th- and this, it's mm-hmm. like pretty straightforward. Everything's very clear. The colors are are different. Everything just makes sense. You're talking about like the yellow areas like that. Um, it it It's very clear about where to go and what to do. So I think it's a good map design for a city that is so uh, i'll say it again intricate yeah for sure a lot of alleyways Um, a lot of different ways to go i mean i think especially with like the way they've designed the like getting the text messages or the calls when you get near like a gig or a side quest um because the map does feel really overwhelming although like if you look at it and you try to figure it out it's pretty i think straightforward Mm -hmm. Um, but if you are overwhelmed by stuff like that, you can just run around and still just do a lot of the stuff that's on the map. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really good balance of like how you prefer to, to kind of navigate that. Yeah. And I, I like the, the surprise of gigs, stuff like that. So I typically don't look at the map for those things. Yeah. So when I'm wandering around, I just kind of run into them and it's, it's kind of fun that way for me. Um, but yeah, it does it does communicate a lot of stuff pretty straightforward too. So Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. uh, anything else on your impressions? No, I'm gonna I mean if if you guys inspire something, I'll just pop in. So Okay. Uh I'm gonna throw the ball to you. Tell us your impressions of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in August. Cool. What'd you play on? Um specifically, you already kinda of went over it, but like I mostly played on PC this month but i did also play on ps5 um so uh i really love the story in this game um i think that it's not only told really well but it's the world is built really well the story builds really well and there's a lot of like interesting character development um you know, I think if you're really familiar with like cyberpunk as a genre, it's not necessarily like the most original idea for a story, but um, I don't really think that it needs to be as long as it's told well, which I think that it is. And I don't want to like dwell on that too much because I don't want to give anything away. But um, yeah, I think if you're playing through the story, I think it's it's an enjoyable, well-told story. One thing I really like about the story without talking about spoilers, and if you guys are interested, we could do a spoiler talk. Um, we just didn't do it because Chevy hasn't finished the game. Um, one thing I really like about it, and they said this before the game came out, they said that this was just going to be a story of Night City. It's not going to be like the chosen one story. This is, a, this is a person in the city, and they stuck to that. But the thing that I was kind of wondering, I was like, well, what kind of story are you going to tell then? Like, what's big enough to tell? I think this story is big. But one thing that's really neat about it is it kind of adds almost like a legend of Night City. There's this this arc that happened in Night City, but there's other stories to be told as well. So if they make other games, 
you don't necessarily have to like continue this story. You can start a whole other story that has, you know, cross canon stuff going on uh, with it. Um, and that's really cool. So they're able to keep it kind of like, you know, um, zeroed in on a character or characters and have a big arc, but it's not like the, the end all be all of night city. It, it continues on. And it's, it's kind of a, like you were saying, it's not like groundbreaking for the genre in terms of like, you know, what it offers. But I think as a game and the way it's telling a story of having this like digital ghost you interact with and having his story and his past and future and shit and yours as well simultaneously, I think is, I mean, how many other games did have done that? Can't think of very many. Um, so not the most profound thing, but it is it is a really strong story in my yeah. opinion. Um, I I like the way that they built the city. It feels like a really like uh, like a really hopeless place, I guess. Um, and you know, I think the idea is that n nobody really is going to be like a big person in night city because kind of night city is the the character you know yeah definitely um so I, I really like the way they've built that there's a lot of decisions or like moments where you have to make a decision in the game um where it doesn't feel like there is a right decision or even if you make what seems to be the right decision it doesn't always turn out best um and i I think that's where I'll leave that just to like avoid any spoilers. But mm -hmm. yeah, I really like that you just, it's just kind of this hopeless story where like, um, again, yeah, this is the main character. You're not always making the right decision. And sometimes there is no right decision. And, and I really like that. Yeah, it's um, interesting because it's like a hopeless story worth being told. Something yeah. you want to know. You want to, you want to, you want to see the story play out. And Night City is a dystopian hellhole. And everyone's just kind of getting by in it. But also yeah. going back to your character not being like the chosen one. I mean, your character is relatively unknown. But who you're being haunted by is like a legend of Night City. But there's also other legends. There's all there's all these like larger than life characters you run into who are also like in their story. They're like a big deal. Right. And it's like you're running into all these different characters in canon. And some, some stick around, some don't. And it's like, it's a cool... And like somehow still like in the greater scheme of it, it all just feels like they're just a part of Night City. Yeah, and they're they're not like even to a point where in one district they might not even be that well known, but within yeah. their district they're really well known. So it's like it feels like there's history there, which there is. I think an, I think an example of that though is that also at the the bar, the afterlife, where the the drinks are named after uh some street Sams who are no longer with us, but they left an impression. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just like riddled with deep lore. Yeah. That's like happening as you're playing it too. And like, you know, if they were to make a sequel or whatever, I feel like that would like a lot of the stuff will just pass on into that. Like it does feel like it's in this, this, uh, ongoing world. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of stories you could tell. Yeah. In that city. Um, but yeah so i really like the story um i really like uh the 
again, the character development. Um, I like that there's so many different ways you can play um, V. Um, I played as a netrunner almost exclusively. Um, and I really love that gameplay. Um, you know, the higher level you get and the more stuff you unlock, you know, you can just kind of like stand outside of a building, hack the camera and literally just murder everybody in a, in a building without even setting foot in it, without ever being seen, um, without ever moving my character. You can just, you know, swap through cameras and just murder everybody and i just really enjoyed that well the thing that's cool about that too is everybody starts off with a little bit of everything so like you yeah. start the game and you can kind of do some hacks here and there you can you can hack a camera you can distract somebody but then mm -hmm. you going down that path allowed you to get to this point where you can just take a building out yeah. with your hack yeah you know once you have unlocked um better cyberware um you've got a lot of slots for different um hacks and uh you know, there's, I mean, all sorts of hacks, like uh, suicide hacks. There's hacks that, uh, you know, are specifically for mechs. There's, you know, you get to the point where you, your hack will just one-shot somebody. And then there's hacks that spread to nearby people. So, um, I don't know. It's just a really, it's really interesting, not only in the fact that I can, like, there was one mission where I had to, uh, kill a certain like named character and I climbed up to the top floor of the building next door to where he was at and just killed him from across the way like I could see him and so I just targeted him and killed him and I didn't set foot in the building ever and all of like it was a building full of him and his you know allies or whatever and I just killed him from across the way and then went about my day again um, it's pretty scary if you just hang out in a building, you just get killed and yeah. you came in. <laughs> um, you know, and that's that's obviously, uh, you know, that progresses. Like, that's something I did later in the game. Um, not obviously in the beginning. In the beginning, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult. It's a little bit easier to get because um, you can they can find you if you're hacking their cameras and stuff, if they have other net runners and yeah, it's not just like you can just roll roll in and kill everybody easily all That's the time. That's what I appreciate but... about this game too, though. It's not like you're getting all the augments and you're just killing a bunch of cannon fodder. I mean, you're doing that, but you can be hacked. It happens pretty often. You'll get mm -hmm. hacked over heat and stuff like that, and you'll get like a timer, which is kind of stressful when you're in the middle of a gunfight, and it's like, you're being hacked right now. It's like, oh, shit. And like, it's kind of a cool experience that I haven't really got from a lot of game. I mean, that's that's a common theme for me in this game. Is there's a lot of things I'm just like, this isn't in other games really. Um, a lot of really cool ideas, but the hacking is really cool that the NPCs do it as well. Um, they should, but they yeah. do it, and it's awesome. You know, and if you're trying to to do, you know, sometimes I got I would get cocky and try to do a mission, you know, that was much higher level than I was, and you know, at that point, your hacks aren't one-shotting people. So, you know, the minute you hack somebody and they don't die, they they know you're there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I've had the game... <clears throat> I've had the game... Uh, reality check me a couple times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my, my skills are pretty much all in rifle usage, and I can just usually, especially if the quests are on my level, walk into a building and not worry about it and just shoot everyone down. Um... But I remember 
going by, I was running somewhere and, and uh, the blue mark showed up as I was walking down uh, by an alley and I looked over and there was a bunch of gangsters there like harassing a dude. And I sh- popped shot at one of them and one of their guys turned and started shooting at me and I wasn't even watching my health and I was just kind of like trying to shoot them all down and all of a sudden I was dead. I was like, what the fuck just happened to me? So, yeah, I've been like randomly yeah, blown up before. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like just instantly yeah. dead. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. The, uh, the game will throw some badasses at you from time to time. So Yeah, or you're hiding somewhere, hacking into surveillance cameras, and then suddenly someone walks up on your character while you're like, you know, looking through a camera upstairs somewhere totally different. That sucks. So, um, yeah, I like the variety in gameplay. Um, you know, I kind of, uh, I have have beaten the game and I have another playthrough where I played mostly as a stealth character, but I sort of uh, really like the hacking. So I ended up doing that a lot as well. Um, I haven't delved too much in like the gunplay aspect of it, but uh, I really like the sci- all the cyberware options too. Um, I think it's, I don't know, it makes, again, just like for really interesting gameplay and character development. Um, yeah. And for people, just so they know, you have like over 100 hours in the game, right? I have so you've uh, played it. about 140 hours yeah. in the game. So you've played it like quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, like yeah, so <laughs> um, as far as like the story too, I think that they do a good job of, of making it feel like, you know, because they're telling, they are telling a linear story um, and there's different endings, but they do this, this really cool thing where you feel like you're making choices along the way, even though it's, it's the same choice, you know, they make it feel like your choice, but it's the choice you have to make as far as progressing the story. So mm. I'm really like Adds that. Flavor. Yeah. I like, uh, the, again, the variety of side missions. You guys talked about that. Um, I don't know. I really like this game. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot. I feel like there's a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, it reminded me um, of when I played Math, the first Mass Effect for the first time, you know, forever and ever ago. Uh, I kind of had that same feeling where I just, I felt really excited to just like be part of that world. Um, although obviously like technology is better, like game design is, is better. So mm. it's also like sure. much deeper actually than that. But it's kind of the same feeling where, um, when I first played Mass Effect, like I felt like I hadn't really experienced anything quite like that at the time. Um, and I kind of had that same affection for this game. Yeah. Um, and like being there and, and getting to experience that stuff. It definitely falls yeah. in a lot of games' uh, paths, but it's what it uh, accomplishes from all these different paths and what it does, what CD Projekt Red does really well. Um, creates an experience that uh that feels familiar in some vague ways but feels alien too and uh playing it uh, i was just constantly intrigued with the game and 
and like leveling up and the perks and the missions and the heavy emphasis on story um which you know i've emphasized multiple times now but like it really is a very heavy centric game um which is really nice and kind of kind of like mass effect mass effect's an older game and there's a lot of action in it but there's a lot of like dialogue a lot of standing around talking to people or whatever a lot of side quests that don't have any combat yeah i was thinking about that when you mentioned that earlier mm-hmm. um yeah yeah uh when you weren't hacking what kind of weapons are you using uh silenced pistols because i do sneak around for hacking so that and i also really like the precision rifles yeah those are fun um you know it's a nice backup to have if i do have to start shooting everybody i would use it for surveillance sometimes just to see through walls <laughs> i would just have it as a secondary look through the walls and shit and then i'd sneak around with my pistol Yeah. Um, Here, here's the thing. Did you guys play male or female V? Female. Female. What was the voice acting like on that? It was good. Uh, it's not like... One thing I always worry about um, when you get female main characters specific, or even male main characters... Um, a lot of times people try really hard to make them like feel badass and it comes off as trying too hard. And I haven't really heard male V's voice yet, but female V's voice does not come off that way. It comes off. I feel pretty natural. Um, I also appreciate that she has kind of a gruff voice. I think it fits the world better. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, uh, what, what's your opinion on female V? I did not like female V. Interesting. Um, I feel like she is trying too hard. I I think that they do it in maybe like a natural way. Um, she feels like a real person I would meet on the street who's trying too hard to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll give them that. Like it doesn't feel super terrible, but it's, it wasn't my favorite. Um, and definitely moments where it felt cringy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I'm kind of derailing here with the voice thing, but uh, I wanted to talk about it because I think my biggest complaint about the game is Male V's voice is, I hesitate to say bad because I try to convince myself playing it that it wasn't that bad. But then certain things he said, I'm like, this is so like breaking. It just breaks my immersion of the dialogue. Um, First off, he has like this weird, like gruff, east coast accent and he's in california um but he'll say one part of dialogue and he's talking like you know he's he's on the subway fucking with his grandpa talking about shit he did in the mafia and then next he's like yelling and shit and like super excited and tonally it just kind of skips all over the fucking place so whoever was directing the voice acting of v um male v um really didn't care too much about that tone kind of carrying into the next piece of dialogue um and then sometimes in the uh, did you romance anybody chevy or attempt to i i don't think i've had the opportunity yet okay there's like 12 people in the game you can romance it's fucking wild um weird i thought i looked it up i thought it was four i did oh you did yeah i straight 
did some stuff in a tank with somebody. Um, anyway. The only thing I've seen in the game was the prostitutes. I know who so. you romanced now. What'd you say, Shelby? The only thing I've seen in the game is the, the prostitutes, but... I did some of that as well. It's not really romancing. You pay for the services. You get the same cut scene that is a bunch of scenes that they put in a random order, uh, but the positions don't matter regardless if you pick the male or female. So, Yeah, my uh, my my romance scene fucking uh, was very futuristic. I'll give him that. I was like, it's fitting. But anyway, my point is, is there was, there was parts where it's like, do you want to flirt with this person? And I'm like uh yeah i'll see how that goes and i go to do it and male v voice is creepy the way he talks to chicks he's like maybe you can come over to my house later tonight we can i can take your socks off and i'm like what the fuck and then she's like well uh, maybe not tonight i'm like don't give this don't fucking give this guy the time of day don't call it this guy's a fucking creep i'm a creep it felt weird i mean it can't be worse than mass effect so I don't fucking. I mean, that's an older game, so you can overlook it. This is yeah. a modern game. So anyway, I, don't know. Uh, I feel like it's a good thing that my biggest problem with this game is that male V is inconsistent. Because sometimes when he talked, I like I was into it. I was like, okay, this is kind of fitting. Especially towards the end, uh, there was some dialogue that happened that felt natural, and I'm like, why can he? He was hired for a reason. He could do these parts, but then the other parts, there's like, yeah, it's fine fucking ship it and uh and it was just kind of like every once in a while you say something it would just kind of throw me off i'm like what the fuck is, is going on there so i wasn't a big fan of his voice um and it sounds like i mean you guys both have different opinions on it, which is cool um but it sounds like you know it might have been a thing on on the female end as well um, i think so i generally kind of agree with the you know, obviously it's different, but I kind of agree with the sentiment of what you experienced. Yeah, I don't like, I don't... like a little bit inconsistent and kind of cringy, especially yeah. like some of the flirting is just really bad. It's, it's tricky to do in a game anyway, though, yeah. because it, it, it's not real. It doesn't feel real. For sure. It doesn't feel natural. Um but it's interesting because like there's parts of the dialogue i think are really good in the game and then parts of the dialogue when the, especially in the romances where i'm like ah, that this feels so like rushed uh the way they're talking it's like they went from like oh yeah we're partners to like uh, i'm starting to feel i'm starting to feel some for you and she's like well i mean yeah, me too but maybe not right now and i'm like where'd this come from we just shot people together that did it for you um and so it's 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 kind of interesting um, because I, I hesitate to say he did a bad job. I, there's parts he did do bad. It's just inconsistent. I I do think um, the romance option I picked felt really natural, um, which I think is one of the reasons why I sort of leaned into it because there are other moments with other characters that the flirting felt really forced. Um. And cringy, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if you want me to, to be more specific than that, but I mean, if it, if it, well, Chevy, do you mind as long as it doesn't spoil story, or do you want to keep the romances kind of secret? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter to me. So, is there more you want to say on that then? 
I mean, I was just gonna. I romanced River. Okay. Um. Would I romance? Did you run run it? Bleh. Did you romance Pan Am? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, so you're doing a bunch of side quests with River, and you know he's like this torn guy or whatever. He's got all these issues. Um, I don't know. And again, like it just felt natural to sort of like progress into a relationship with him. But specifically with Pan Am, some of the flirting I did with her was just really icky feeling. Um, and I didn't like that. <laughs> Plus she hits you up and she's like, hey, I need your help. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe later. And she's like, okay, fine. And then she goes away. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I don't have to always be doing what you want me to do. And then you run into her and she's just like, oh, I've missed you so much. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck is this relationship? She is not a character that I like. Dude, it was just the game offered me this. And I'm like, I want to see what happens. It. I want to see what happens. <laughs> and it happened. Yeah. Believe um... me. She specifically is a character that I did not like very much, which is interesting because I saw on Twitter or something that she's like the most commonly romanced character. People love her. Yeah, I know, which I thought was really weird. Probably because the access is so early. Yeah, I mean, they kind of really throw her in your face, so. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the list of of characters already, and um, I've only seen two of them, and it seems to be the one option for for male and the one option for, for female um, pretty early on. I'm sure the other ones are going to be pretty soon as well. But Some of them don't come up if you don't do side quests. I would say I didn't even yeah, attempt to romance anybody until I beat the game. Well, I know like with, with Pan Am, um, she's only interested in male characters with male voices. And then... Um, you can flirt with her, but like nothing will come of it as a it's female character. We were talking about and that. then I think because I Judy. Ex- huh? Sorry, go ahead. Well, like because I tried flirting with Pan Am as as a female character, and she just ultimately will turn you down. So, mm-hmm. um, versus Judy is uh, only interested in female characters with female voices. So Judy's angsty though. There's like. There's certain if you I know that if there's like certain dialogue options you make with Judy, like she, she cuts you off, like you just can't. Um, yeah, you pretty much have to be really constantly sensitive. like reassuring her. <laughs> yeah. I believe, so. Unlike Pan Am, I feel like you can say anything too, there's and she's just like all over the place. Problem. There's a couple Probably. parts where where she doesn't want. She's not into it. Pan Am. Yeah. It's like three parts. But I also wasn't like inclined like to like. Then you say an, a flirty thing, and suddenly she's like, "Oh yeah." Well, yeah. There's some flirting going on, but anytime like you try and push it uh, until like a certain point, yeah, she's just like, "I'm just, you know, I'm feeling it, but no, right now." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go shoot people. Bye." <laughs> Not interested in goddamn romance in Night City. What are you high? So yeah, um. So we talked about romances there, uh, shooting stuff, voice acting, which I think is kind of uh, important. Um, also on that note, I think a lot of the other performances are really good. It's not like the whole game's chock full of cringy 
uh, performances. I think a lot of the other characters sound great. And one thing that's kind of interesting is uh, uh, Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves, like at first when I start, first started playing the game, I thought he was phoning it in. I'm like, man, Keanu Reeves is just kind of like getting a paycheck here or what? But then like later in the game, I can't, I'm not going to talk about dynamics, but he starts kind of like, it starts feeling a little more natural the way he talks. And so I do think it is an arc he's he's playing. I think he's detached in the beginning because you obviously don't know each other. Um, I think that holds up story-wise as well. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree 100%. And so like, it was just interesting that my, that my mind changed on that. Because I started playing and I'm like, oh, it's awesome he's in this. But like, he's kind of just kind of fucking here. Like, he doesn't care that much. But then as you play the game more, you're like, I think they did that intentionally or he did that intentionally because uh, there is like a, as you'd expect in any game where you're around someone long enough, there's a warming up period in the game where it does seem that he does change and it is, uh, it's, it's cool. It pays off. So I was glad that I was wrong about that. Um, but not about male V dude, that guy throughout the game, he's all over the fucking place. I mean, like I said, with the story, I just think it's, it's good it's told really well and they do such a great job of investing you into it and i think the same thing kind of happens with johnny Mm -hmm. the longer you play with him because i also didn't like the character in the beginning um and then by the end i was you know feeling emotional about some decisions Mm -hmm. so yeah they've really they really take their time to let you invest you can invest as much as you want in this world so i beat the game and to keep it completely vague i'm not gonna say any spoilers but i got what is known as the worst ending um because i wanted to beat the game before this so i could talk about it and luckily when i beat the game i just still want to play this fucking game so um, i'm investing way more time into everything in the game and i will get one of the better endings by the time i'm done with it but um this game is about investment. They want you to, they will allow you to play the game quickly and get through it, but you don't get the payoff that you want. And it really, it's a fun experience, but it doesn't, doesn't feel as good as like after I've beaten the game and I continue to play how much extra I'm getting from every single character in the game to the point where I'm like, this feels more invested. I feel more invested in the characters. I feel more invested in a storyline that the, the ending I got, even though I did like it oddly enough, uh, wouldn't have felt like the payoff I need for these characters. Um, so the game has a really smart way of um, giving you as much as you give it. And uh, I think that's a, a pretty cool design. Um, and yeah, it shows with the characters. I mean, the more you invest in them, the more you get to know them. Um, like any stranger in real life, at least for me, I mean, I meet somebody, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But then as you get to know them, they become cooler people, and I felt the same way in this game. I would meet NPCs, or not NPCs, but some of the main characters, and I'd be like, oh, you're like an edgy character. Oh, you just don't talk much, and you're kind of a fucking dork. And then, like, as you get to know them, it's like they start opening up, and uh, CD Projekt Red does a fantastic job with that in this. Anything else, or should I hop into my impressions? I think mm-hmm. you're good. All right, so um, I am delighted to say that I fucking loved this game when I played it. Um, I still love it. Uh, that didn't go away. Um, I beat the game, and all I can think about is progressing further. Uh, this game has a great 
Um, I mean, we, we we went over a lot of it, but this game has a great uh, character building system with perks, augments, all that stuff that even after I beat the game, even after putting like, you know, 40 hours into the game, um, 34 hours, uh, I was like, dude, my character's not done. Like the story's done. I still got more shit to do and I can get the better ending. But like my character is like not even fucking complete. Dude, I got so much more shit I want to do with this character. Um, and that was a really addicting part of this game. It was uh, it was a lot of fun kind of realizing my character um, and building towards it um, or him. Um, yeah, so that's that was a big uh, thing for me. Story's great. Uh, like I said, it, the more you invest in it, the more you get from it. Um, the game will just let you go right through it if you want. And you're going to get an ending that I actually thought was pretty cool. But um, it's not the ending the game deserves. Uh, so you should give the game um that respect and, and get the better endings uh but um yeah story's good characters are good uh v uh his dialogue can be hit or miss uh and the voice acting can definitely be hit or miss but i think the characters you interact with uh for the most part are done really well voice acting wise and i think their dialogue's good i think they're very different um night city is a character you said that earlier night city is the character of this game um which i really like i like movies i like games that that the environment is the character or is a character uh in itself and this game absolutely does that the different districts are very different and really cool to um explore or uh when you first get there kind of see stuff that you weren't seeing before and you're like whoa you're kind of like in awe looking at certain things um the city's intricate and really cool to explore. Um, I've heard, you know, a couple people complain about uh, like repeating NPCs. Luckily, I didn't run into that too much on, on my playthrough. So that didn't really ruin anything for me when it came to exploring. Other than that, you got a lot of varied NPCs all over the place. You got uh, this, I keep saying intricate, but like it's the best word for it. Intricate design of alleyways, uh, multi-story buildings, uh, quests to take you to locations that... Uh, feel remote or feel like you were just here but you didn't know that was there um that really f makes the city feel uh deep um, which i really like also leaving the city i thought it was going to kind of be like a gimmick like oh you're gonna go out to like the desert one time but there's like a whole area out there it's a whole vast just horrible feeling desert it's just fucking <laughs> empty and vacant and just seeing the city in the background as you're driving out there uh has this like ominous uh feeling to it that i love um it kind of reminds me of las vegas it's just this city in the middle of a fucking desert um but there's so much shit going on in there and there's stuff happening on the outside and i really kind of dig that um what can i touch on uh guns i think feel good for the most part uh one thing ooh, one thing i do have a problem with the, with this game and I actually looked this up and there's ways to fix it through modding, but I didn't want to do that. The sensitivity is either too high or too low for me. There is no in-between and that drove me kind of nuts, but I just kind of adapted to it um, to aim the way I'd like to aim. And I guess there's a mod out there that you can really fine tune the sensitivity. So that's a weakness I hope they fix. Um, but other than that, uh, I played a, I, I made Adam Jensen pretty much from fucking Deus Ex. Um, I was just sneaking around with a silenced pistol uh, taking people out uh, by hand and hacking when I needed to. Um, I really enjoy stealth, and the stealth systems aren't that bad in this game, honestly. Um, they're kind of basic, but they work. You can sneak, and I like that. Um, 
And so with that, the gunplay was pretty decent. I pretty much walked around, got headshots. Uh, the way my build is, is headshots typically enough to drop a person in one shot. So it was just a lot of stealth. Um, and so that was pretty cool. I also used the, uh, I forgot what, what's called, the rifle that sees through walls. Remember? Like a certain scope that sees through walls. Thank you. Um, I used that as well, which was a lot of fun, even though I had nothing put into rifles. Um, I liked uh, the way it felt. And who knows, I might put points into that. Although I'm working in the cold-blooded tree right now, and I'm really liking where that's going. Um, I can have up to three stacks of cold-blooded, which makes me go faster uh, when I kill people and do more damage, I believe. And now I just have a thing where if I get to 45% health, it gives me an instant three stacks to my cold-blooded, so I don't have to earn that. And then I just unlocked a thing where every time I get a crit, I get a stack of cold-blooded. So I'm just going to be cold-blooded nonstop, and I'm very excited about that. Um, cars, even though there's that thing where fucking uh, my vehicle would spawn under other vehicles, which is annoying, but you could literally just call another car in like instantly. So it's it's more of like, ah, shit, that happened. Um, they're varied, which is cool. Um, they look different. They feel different. Um, it is, I wouldn't say a weakness to the game, but I didn't really necessarily enjoy driving a whole lot in the game, but I did it plenty. Um, I'd like to see what it feels like on a controller, but mouse and keyboard, it works, but there's games that have done it better. Um, so that's a thing. Um, gigs are cool. They're fun to do. Uh, one thing I knew before I played this game, um, and I nailed it. Uh, anyone who's a fan of CD Projekt Red would know this. Side quests are awesome. They're uh, fully fleshed out. They're stories that are detailed and uh, character expanding. Um, a lot of them are just dialogue heavy, which I, I kind of dug. Um, and uh, they feel like full on stories, something I was uh, blown away by with Witcher 3. Uh, it's here too. So it's definitely something they do with their storytelling. And then the main story is interesting because there's multiple main storylines you can go through for a while, um, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, questing's fun. Um, what else? There's so much to this game. I really like the fucking the deck and the in the fucking uh, perks and the um, upgrades to weapons. I mean, just attachments. You can put mods on them. Um, there's. I don't want to go too far into what people complained about because I feel like that that conversation has been played out way too much, and that's been the um, the brunt of the conversation around this game for a long time. But. Uh, it really sucks because, and for obvious reasons, there's there's good reasons people are upset, but there's like a whole ass fucking game like that exists here that I feel like a lot of people either didn't get to experience the way it was meant to be experienced, chose not to experience it uh, for whatever reason, or um, still haven't experienced it because they're, they're hesitating on it. And it's crazy because like I put this game off for so long because of all the, the bullshit. Um, that playing it again, I was like, it's like this game fucking didn't come out. It's weird. This is like a whole fucking triple A, triple A game. Fuck how it came out now. Triple A game full of content, full of shit, full of really intricate design and and missions that are fleshed out so well and, and systems and things to unlock. It's so much to do. 
And it's crazy because I heard like almost nothing about that. Um, I played the game and I almost felt like sad playing it. So I was like, this game, to their fault in a lot of ways, didn't get a fair shake. It's it's fucking crazy. Because um, under the right circumstances, I feel like this game should have been celebrated. Um, so it's, it's just kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm not trying to go on that route too much, but... Um, I really enjoyed it. I I had a blast. I still am having a blast. I'm still playing it. Um, I plan on making other characters. Uh, oh, one thing. Did you guys hear that they are re-upping uh, development for multiplayer? I haven't heard anything about the game outside of... So there's this rumor that they, that they stopped note. working on the multiplayer. I never read that particularly, but a lot of people are saying it. Um, I think they put it on, on hiatus, but I guess they're doing it again. So um, the game is in a place where they feel comfortable to actually continue that project. I know I'm sure are. it was all hands on deck to get the game in working condition. So. Yeah, that was their number one priority. They even hired I mean, on modders, people who mod the game, uh, to work for CD Projekt Red. Which probably smart. People, I mean, they, they did a whole, you know slow games where cars weren't a thing and so when they made this game they had to hire a bunch of people for vehicle stuff yeah. so well and there's like you know the naysayers or whatever uh are like huh they gotta they gotta hire modders to work on the game and it's like first off how awesome is it if you're somebody who's working on a game that you like enough to want to work on for free and the company that made it went hey you want to work for us that's fucking awesome. They got employed. They're working on a game that they're obviously into uh, working on, but then also it's cool. To, that's that's so common in 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 uh, in tech. You know, tech companies to find people, find talent through what they do, not like not Google their background, every year. but what they what they've proven they can do. So I think it's win win. Yeah. I think it's I think it's great that that happened. Um. Anyway, enough, enough cyberpunk. Uh, uh, news although they also said i think there's gonna be two expansions it's good i uh i would say the game sold like multi-million copies they have the million, money to keep I, putting I into it so huh 14 million i believe Last i was gonna time. say 14 but i wasn't confident so it's and people are like dude that game shouldn't uh, you know it failed i'm like how 14 million that's more than most games ever will sell they could refund <laughs> half of those and still succeed yeah, dude, they could have sold six million. They would have been fine. Yeah, um, well, yeah they, that's like, just people seeing a little bit of negativity, and it fits their agenda, so they're, yeah. you know, trying to make it bigger than it is. Well, there's real criticisms to be had for sure. And they've been had. They've been had. It's it's old at this point, but virtually yeah, every game that exists deserves some criticism. So. Oh yeah, for sure. What were you gonna say? Oh, uh, just that my understanding. Um, from a developer standpoint is they weren't expecting the game to be ready until 2022. Um, so we're not even there yet where the developers felt like that's when they felt like the game would be finished. That's um, what I thought. Publishers so, finish over, it. But... so I, I feel it. It needed an extra year for sure. It's the higher ups, man. They rushed it out. Yeah. The publishing department, they wanted to sell it. So. Yeah. Well, they did a great job selling it. They did. They, so. did. they, sold they the just out ruined the <laughs> reputation in the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, um, what else? What else can I really touch on? 
there's there's one thing I was trying to emphasize too when I was just kind of rambling and throwing shit out that I like about the game. Um, there's a couple missions. There's a lot of missions, but there's a couple missions that I really kind of noticed uh, a level of detail. And these are just side quests uh, to the things I was interacting with that I hadn't done before and I never did after. They were like handcrafted for that mission. And I was, I was just impressed. That's something I would see from like Naughty Dog or, you know, Rockstar or something. It's, it's a level of detail that most people would not ever fathom doing because it would be more production than they needed to put into that scene. They could just have you stand in there and talk to a person and leave. But there's all these things in first person. You're looking down and seeing you playing guitar and actually seeing your fingers on every single fucking string and people around you playing and shit. And like, uh, in full detail, Johnny full can mo-cap. just show up everywhere. Huh? Or the fact that Johnny can just show up at anywhere. And he does all the fucking time. And he always yeah. has dialogue and it, and it, you feel like Johnny is always there. Um, yeah. they do a great job on that. It's not like, you know, you do a bunch of missions. You haven't seen him in a while. And all of a sudden he shows up. He's like most of the time, specifically in side quests and main quests, you're always seeing him. Um, even random parts in the city, he'll just show up. Yeah. Uh, he's always commenting on like specifically what you're doing as well. Yeah. Um, which I really like. Yeah. I mean, the, the one side quest I got from the, the guy playing guitar happened because Johnny showed up to talk about music. So, yeah. Um, but just, I don't want to go too much detail, obviously. But yeah, and it, it, it's it's rough because there's some things I want to talk about, and I just can't because of the details. But one thing I really like about uh, his character is he does feel like somebody who has this whole past and this whole character yeah. that you have to learn as like a real person. You have to learn about them uh, more and more and more. And uh, even though he's like this, he, I mean, he's kind of a vile, gruff dude. Like he's just like pretty unfucking likable. But, he's an edgy boy. Yeah, exactly. But and but he owns it too. He knows he's an asshole. Um but there's more to him that that makes him likable, makes him seem human. There's these little glimpses of just like a person who cares about certain things. You're like, okay, you're not just a piece of shit. You've just accepted that you're a piece of shit, so you try and own it too much. And so there's these levels to that character that that there's more to read from. And uh I really appreciate that as well. Um, I think the way that he plays too, when you're doing missions as him, like mm-hmm. it really just emphasizes that as, as well. Like he, there's one thing you can do with him and he does it really well and he manages to still feel really like powerful, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really liked that. That's another thing too. And I'm trying, to, I don't want to talk about that too much, but, uh, there are parts where you, go back or you play as him and it doesn't feel like you and it's kind of cool um it's a cool way to tell a story i really feel like in this game i really i don't want to dive too much into it but i really feel like you're playing two characters and in a way you kind of are but you really are just playing your character and you're being haunted by this digital ghost which i think is a really cool idea you're just a Uh, schizo it's fine yeah but but it really it really unravels in a way that you do start to feel like it's one of the only times outside of a game where you just play this character in the next chapter, you play that character. It really feels like you are playing for two people for two characters in the game. And it's, it's really interesting. I think 
to the the further in you get into the game, the more that it it almost starts to feel like uh like he's influencing he has more influence. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's it's a slow burn. The the whole thing is is investment. The more like I said, the more you invest in, the more you get from it. Um, you say about any game, I guess, but this game is designed for that, and it's it really shows. The more you play it, the more you just get more out of it. Um, what else can I touch on? Uh, I don't know, man. It's there's there's this is gonna sound weird for some people, I'm sure, uh, but there's a very high quality game in there that um, still needs some polish. Uh, did come out in a way that it shouldn't have. And for people who got it on uh, last-gen consoles, base consoles, there's no excuse. Um, you got fucked, and it's uh, hopefully that gets remedied. That's all I can say. But for anybody who could play this game as it was intended to be played or as close to it as possible, there's a really, really good game here um, that I'm so happy to be able to say because we hyped this fucking game up like everybody did. Our most viewed video on this channel is us reacting to cyberpunk we were told many times in those comments that our reaction was the best on the internet which is <laughs> fucking wild uh and then we just didn't talk about it so i'm glad now that i've played it that i can say like every once in a while people will, like comment on videos be like oh man do, do you think they found out like about this later like they go back to old videos and they're like oh dude this game sucks and they, they totally hyped it up and i always comment i'm like i like it i played i liked it what are you talking about like yeah. Um, I just didn't talk about it because the conversation was not effective at uh, discussing the game itself and more so the problems with what CD Projekt read and certain people the company did. Um, yeah, all in all, really, really enjoyed this game. I'm still playing it a lot and um, it definitely in a lot of ways shines in a way that, that really separates it from a lot of games and then has some weaknesses like any other game so uh yeah unless you guys have other impressions he's got more time i mean should, we talk about this game all night i'm sure yeah i mean i i really love this game i love it now i loved it when it came out um i don't you know if anybody pays attention to the channel like i picked it as my game of the year last year um so I'm just really glad that uh Yes, Cyberpunk shirt it. on. I got a Cyberpunk shirt on. <laughs> so. I played it when it came out. I liked it when it came out. I just saw oh, the I bugs and I was like, I'm going to yeah. wait. No, I, I played it uh, quite a bit when it first came out. So yeah. I'm just, and I've, I've felt all these things before too. It's just nice uh, now that we can talk about the game without it being overshadowed by, and the game is, it's improved so you know there's what that too so you know that's certainly a contributing factor it's i don't know yeah in a perfect world i wish this game would have came out the way it was intended to i really want to emphasize the way it was intended to there's a fucking game that is here that just was unfinished and uh, got released in that state and so if it would have came out finished the way it was intended uh it's already a great game but I think more people be on board with it. And to its credit, a lot of people like this game a lot and it reviewed well. So um, it's not the mass majority of people who hate this game. Um, so anyway, it's a typical it, it, Twitter crowd. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, and I mean, and if you're playing on PS4, I get it. That sucks. Yeah. So. Yeah, that 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 needs to get fixed. That that needs to get remedied. Yeah, it says PS4 on the box, so. Honestly, and this would piss people off, but this is what I think they needed to do. I think they needed to when they were they were working on the game. Go look. Uh, we hate to do this, but this game on this engine, we got a little too ambitious, and this just is not a current gen game anymore. This is a next gen game. We we will refund the game, or we will upgrade you to the PS5 version or the Xbox version if you bought the game already, um, and just did that, and also delayed it. They should, and I don't think it has. Pissed. They would have been fucking angry over both of that, but but they would have been less angry than the situation that the one of the biggest contributors to the craziness of the rage for this game is the different fronts of problems per console and and situation. It wasn't that there was a problem. There were so many different different problems that people weren't having together that it was just this fucking minefield of shit. Um, people on PC having minor problems and then people on PS4 having a broken game, people on PS5 having minor problems with crashes and shit. They're all different things. And it's just a big fucking smokescreen of bullshit. And if they would have just like went, the game just not finished, man. Like we apologize. We're going to delay it till 2022, but we promise you when it comes out, it's going to be fucking great. This is going to be the game you're waiting for. They would have been like, ah, man, I don't like delays, but they wouldn't be like, CD Projekt Red was once one of the best companies ever. Now they're fucking garbage. I hate them. I hope they'll die. Blah, 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 blah. Like it, like it would have been different. It would have been worth the wait, I think. 100%. That's my impression of the game. And if they're honest about that, this is yeah. a next gen game. That engine was created for next gen. Before the game came out, they even said that uh, they built that engine to last for years into the future. They're trying to make like, you know, what uh what what Valve did with their engine. Something they could just work on for ten years. Um and they did that, but with that, they didn't make an engine that was very friendly with PS4 and Xbox. So Which sucks. Like I said, underneath underneath all the bullshit, and now there's way less bullshit. Way less bullshit. It's awesome. Uh there's a, a fantastic game under there. Um that I really liked. All right, uh, should we move on to recommendations or do you guys got more to say? And like I said, we always do a spoiler talk at some point. I just hold myself back a little bit a couple of times. Yeah. So. Yeah, we slept with a couple of things, but it's it's cool. It's vague enough. Um, ready for recommendations? You have more to say, Shelby? Uh, I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, let's start with uh, Sarah. Well, who would you recommend this game to? Um, I would like to recommend it to everybody because I think that everybody should give it a chance, um, especially if you maybe didn't give it a chance at first because you read about all the bugs or, you know, were turned off by all of the drama. Um, I, I'm really sad that I guess it had the reception that I had and, and I... I think the only way to sort of fix that is if more people try it because I think it really is a good deep RPG and um, again the storytelling is you know it's like once you once I played through and finished the game it was you know even the little bugs just didn't matter so 
Um, I think that everybody should give it a chance, especially if you were hyped for it before. Um, but more specifically, I think that, um, you know, if you're into uh, stuff like like Mass Effect, again, comes to mind. Um, if you're into cyberpunk in general, I think it's cool. Um, I don't know. Everybody should play it. That's what I think. Mic drop. Um, I'll second the a soft everybody recommendation in the sense that a lot of people, in my opinion, were kind of left hanging for different reasons with this game. If you're somebody who just wrote this game off and you hate it, blah, 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 don't, don't waste your time. Um, just go play something else. Stop talking about Cyberpunk. Um, but if you are somebody who played on PS4 and, you know, the world, the city's not densely populated enough yet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, wait till you can upgrade to play the game or uh, see how it's done on PS4. I don't know. I can't really tell you there. But um, there's a cool game there that, that you couldn't play and... Hopefully you can find a way to play it. Um, if you played it and you're like me and you went like, ah, wait, I'll let them work on it. Uh, come back. I think it's a good time, but maybe wait a little longer. Wait for maybe one more update, but it's pretty much there. I think they, they, they've come a long way. The game, especially towards the end of the game, I saw way less stuff going on. I feel like they prioritized making sure the endings ran smooth. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, anyone who didn't buy the game, who, who asks me or anybody, they're like, is this game worth picking up yet? Well, it was like $10 four weeks ago at Best Buy. That would have been a perfect time to buy it. $10, I mean, that's like buying a couple energy drinks. Fucking perfect. And then you would have been able, and it's for PS4. People are like, it's for PS4. You can play it on PS5. You, you get the upgrade. It's like, you should have just bought it. Um, but it is worth full price, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, if you're one of those people who's like, is it worth picking up yet? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Um, depending where you play it, PS4 I can't speak for, but it seems like on PS5, PC, uh, Xbox Series, and um, even PS4 Pro, uh, I've heard pretty decent things about. Um, I, I think it's ready to play. So I think you can get an experience out of it that that is um, great as, as the game, but uh, when it comes to some of the problems they had before, completely acceptable um, at this point. More specifically, I think if you are a fan of Western RPGs, I think you can get behind this game. If you like Elder Scrolls, um, if you like uh, Fallout, uh, not thematically, but uh, gameplay-wise, this is a game where you go around and talk to a lot of people, you make decisions, they affect what happens, uh, you're leveling, all that kind of stuff. It's action-y, but also RPG-like. Um, Mass Effect, because it is a dialogue-heavy game with a lot of routes in the way that you talk to people. Um, if you are a fan of dystopian, uh, sci-fi and cyberpunk, uh, specifically, uh, as a genre, it's a must play. In my opinion, there is not a cyberpunk game that is imagined to this degree. It does not exist. Um, although they sounds pretty cool. Check that out. Um, and yeah, uh, if you like first person shooters and you're okay with a more RPG experience, but you still like shooting or doing first-person uh, melee combat, check it out. Um, loosely, if you like open-world games where you can like steal cars, stuff like that, I don't want to say if you're a Grand Theft Auto fan, because this is not Grand Theft Auto, but if you are somebody who likes to play open-world games, you run around and you just do quests and do whatever the hell you want, this is a game like that, definitely check it out. Um, if you like cinematic games, uh, games with uh, strong stories and um, 
movie-like qualities. Um, it is a game you have to invest in to get really into the story a lot, um, but uh, it, I would recommend it to you as well. Um, yeah, anything you want to add, Chevy? Um, I'm sure you probably said some of these already, but uh, yeah, cyberpunk themes, Western RPGs, dialogue-heavy games, uh, first-person games, games with mature themes. Um, True, it, it, it's it's yeah. very mature. I mean, you strip. I sure have fucked somebody in a tank, so. Well, I mean, you, you see people's intestines and stuff like that, too. It's it's new yeah. for kids, so. And dudes with their fucking, yeah. their heads just carved out with machine shit in their face. Male strong, yeah, well, they're so crazy looking. There's female characters where their nipples are half exposed and yeah. their skirts are not hiding their vaginas, so. Imagination. Uh, if you like imaginative worlds. Like they're every everywhere you go is fucking different looking and people are different looking. It's it's anyway, sorry. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. So Yeah. It's all pretty specific. There's there's certain things I definitely wouldn't wouldn't recommend this for. So if you're into like you know, looking for, well there's racing in the game, I guess, but it's not Forza. Um <laughs> But uh but yeah, I, I, I feel pretty good about that. But yeah, loose loose recommendation. If you legitimately, in good faith, are curious about the state of it, check it out. Um, it is time, in my opinion. One point three, I think, did did a lot of a lot of good for the game, um, and they're working on that multiplayer, so it's a good time to hop in and get ready for that because I I can't wait for that. Um, I'm gonna put the spotlight on you, Sarah. What? I'm gonna let you grade it first. I would give an A. An A? Just a solid A. Um, I think that there are issues. Um, I like the game enough that otherwise I would give it like an A+, but there are still issues. There are, you know, flaws in the game. There's things I don't like. Um, but overall, I I really, really love this game. I really love the story. Um character building I just think it's a really good game I think it's well I think it's well designed yeah so so we got an A show you want to give it a grade sure um, I think I'm going to give it a B um, the game's in a completely playable state though it does need polish still I think this is the starting point we should have had um, I do think the game has some minor weaknesses and on a personal level, I don't, um, sandbox is difficult for me, um, just to play. It's not really my preferred genre. I do enjoy the game. I have fun playing it. I can plan to continue playing it even after this uh, episode because I would like to finish it. I also think that finishing the game could potentially change my grade because since it's a dialogue heavy game and I've barely, you know, delved into that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise it's. You know, it's a good game. I just, uh, there's some genre stuff there that's just not, generally speaking, my style of game. And so that um, kind of holds it back for me a little. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, So A and a B. I'm going to give this a really strong A-. minus. Um, I think it's a really, really good game. I do think it stands um, 
within the genre it's in, but on its own. Um, I can't think of a game that that is like it in the sense of all the things it does, especially with that CD Projekt Red uh, flair to storytelling. Uh, it's something that seems kind of rare nowadays. Um, underneath all the bullshit of, of what we've already talked about, there's a game that people, and I know people are going to think this is controversial, but uh, a game that I think people really fucking cared about. And I think it was almost too ambitious for them um, as the their first foray, but it shows. I can see the passion in this game. Uh, it's, it's fucking chocked full of it. It's just bleeding out of it. There's so much fucking passion in this game. They're, they're so into this game. It's so into the idea and so wanting to make a cyberpunk game. Uh, and you see it everywhere. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed the story and I really enjoyed the gameplay, especially the more I played to the point where, like I said, I had beaten the game. I was like, I'm not done yet. Like I, I my character is fucking like half, like I got so much more to do with this guy. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I'm really happy with it. Uh, there are some weaknesses like we've gone over and there is stuff in the future they got to work on, uh, especially to make everybody happy and the people on the base consoles, uh, definitely deserve something. Um, but from what I got from it, uh, great experience, great experience and experience specifically in the genre of cyberpunk that I have not got before from anybody. So, uh, it's very cool uh to have experienced and i really liked it so yeah really strong a minus it would be higher if there was less jank there's not a lot but it's there and uh i hope they fix it but um uh yeah it's pretty much the only thing and and v's voice acting being inconsistent but outside of that everything else i really enjoyed about this game um so yeah unless you guys have anything else to say we can wrap this up nothing all right, well, let us know in the comments what did you guys think of Cyberpunk 2077? Please be. I mean, this is this is the TLG community, so I know you guys are all uh, you know, deep thinkers, nuanced thinkers, but let's be constructive in what we say about the game. You know, if you didn't like it, let's talk about it. If you liked it, let's talk about it. But what did you think about Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, have you played it recently? Did you play it in the past? Are you planning to play it in the future? Um, did our discussion for this game do anything for you? Um, do you plan on revisiting it? Uh, let me know everything you think about in the comments below, but that's good for this episode of game of the month for August. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes, check us out, uh, on stream and, uh, social link down below. Do you have anything you want to shout out? No. Um, and yeah, we have discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. You can talk to all three of us there. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing if you're brand new. And make sure to type in GOTM and the game that you pick for your uh, game of the month vote. You get to vote once per episode throughout all of September. Uh, so make sure to vote on every episode and keep an eye out for episodes that allow you to get two to three extra votes possibly. And yeah, Sarah? Thank you for joining us. And did you enjoy your first episode? I did. Sick. That's what I like to fucking hear. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Chevy, thank you for joining me as always. I'm sure I'll see you again. And yeah, I've been Seth. Uh, until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy. <laughs>